Congratulations, you're right on time for the Make It Move show with Mufasa and Poppy Knox. They are totally considerate. Baby, you're not here to try to figure me out. You just need to figure out what I need from you. And if I, I'm gonna tell you what I need from you. Very humble. Damn, it feels good to be me. Always respectful. Fuck what you said. <laughs> Thank because you, brother. Sometimes that makes me, that warms my heart. Truly sympathetic. Most guys don't get it. They don't get the game. They don't even want to play the game. And instead of just um, doing the little bit of work to know what you and I know, like on this one topic even, they would rather make an excuse for not knowing the work. Absolute humanitarians. You know what I'm saying? Stay masculine and always make that person understand you are not that important in my life. Exactly. You give off that energy and it was good. Completely unstoppable. It's the name of the game. That's why we're always making moves. We're always getting better than the last day. Always growing. The Making Moves show begins right And we're back. If you didn't hear our previous episode, go ahead and check it out. This is part two of that conversation. Let me just drop you right into the middle of it. You're going to pay your dues to this American government this or to this society, whether you like that shit or not. Unless you're the elite of the elite, then you pay your dues another way. But there's three ways you're going to pay your dues. Once you become 18, you're either going to um, take your ass to college and you're going to pay your dues financially by being a some type of a worker. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got college. You're going to do your time in college. Uh, if you don't do that, you become property of the U.S. Army. You're going to pay your time in service to the United States government. And if you don't want to go to school and you don't want to be a soldier and you just want to do whatever the fuck you want to do, um, this system and the way this society is set up is you're going to go a good place I call prison or jail where you're going to pay your dues there. And if you don't think these prisoners mm. are not at, you are now property of the United States government and you will be working in prison for like what, 10, 15 cents an hour, some crazy shit the prison industrial complex. So you got college. That's true. I call that the financial industrial complex. You got, <laughs> you got, uh, the army. Yeah. Basically your property for, for a couple of years, you know, good, bad, the ugly is pros and cons to the army. And then you have the prison industrial complex, the army industrial complex, the financial industrial complex and the prison industrial complex. Those are your three fucking options. Every child you have will do that. They will pay their dues some way, somehow. Now, the fourth fourth option is you pick up a trade and you just work and pay taxes. You know, that's the best. You know, some people think that's the best option and I don't look at which one is the best. I just know the worst option. (laughs) 
the worst option if you're in prison you done fucked up some way somehow um <laughs> all the other three options they're fine no matter what the most high has called you to do some type of work on this planet you're gonna fucking do it and if you don't do it they're gonna make you do it no they will find a use for you i mean that's why i like the metaphor of the matrix because in the matrix you realize that everybody is just a battery so you're feeding the system whether you want to or not they're always going to find a way to get the most out of you always yeah they manipulate it out of us now yeah yeah and it's kind of hard to fight against and that's why i'm always impressed by the men and women that do and I realize how, how easy it is to be pulled into the other world because your whole life you're told you got to go to college. And then you're, you go to college and you're like, this doesn't make sense, but it's like, hey, I need to get the degree because once I get the degree, I get the job. And then you get the degree and you can't get the right. job. And then the same system tells you that, hey, this is normal. A lot of people don't get to do it. You just happen to be the odd man out. But keep trying. You'll find a job eventually. And yeah, it, and, that, and I call that half time. Oh, yeah? Tell me more about that. I call that halftime because you realize, damn, I've been doing this shit all wrong. You know when you're getting your ass kicked in left, the, and right. left and right, and ba- even in basketball or baseball, you got the halftime where you yeah. go in and you make fucking adjustments. And you're like, wait, we was doing this all wrong. We were prepared. We was prepared for this, but they changed it to this. So we need to adjust. And that's what college and all that shit is really about. As soon as you get out of college, you realize, shit, I wasted $80,000. No, absolutely. And it's funny. When I could have just humbled myself a little bit more and picked up that damn trade, it made $80,000 these last four years. Yeah. And some of the kids get it. And those are the ones that's running back to me like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And some of the kids, you know, they're too indoctrinated, and which is fine because some of those kids go off to college and become great because they actually know the power of <clears throat> a free gym networking. You don't just take, fellas, don't just take your ass to college and put your head in a fucking book or go party the whole time. Go find out who's who, what's what and get your ass in position to make some money once you graduate. Exactly. But everything that we're saying, it, it comes with the idea that you know how to think for yourself. <sighs> That's what they don't teach enough in school. Um, I actually been teaching that um, to my players in football practice. I said, you know, I, I'll tell them everything you do should benefit you. So if you're thinking, yes. if you come out here and say, hey, what I, I ask my players, what do you think you need more of? Mm-hmm. Do you need to get faster? So what the fuck are you going to do to get faster? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm the coach. So you want to get faster. You want to get stronger. Perfect. I have the I have the plan for both of you motherfuckers. You meet me at 5 a.m. in the morning. We're going to get we're going to put 200 pounds on this goddamn bench and we're going to get strong. We're going to put 200 pounds, 300 pounds on this bar and we're going to figure out a way to fucking lift that shit. And guess what? If you can't lift it, I'm behind you. I'm going to help you all the way. And they like to hear that shit. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. 
uh, you, you want to get faster, you meet me over here and I'm going to show you how to get faster. But the first thing you need to do, you want to get faster, stop jogging every fucking where and run there. Stop walking everywhere and run. <laughs> like I literally tell them that. Do everything as fast as you possibly can. Like, and they're just looking at me like, what? Yeah, oh, you just thought you were going to click on a couple, watch a couple YouTube videos on speed and you're going to become faster? No, bitch. Fucking go fast. You want to be faster, you run fast. <laughs> like, <laughs> they be looking at me crazy, but it's like, yo, if you just do what the fuck I'm asking you, press, trust me. You're going to notice a difference within because, you know, they in high school within one week of you just intensely doing something that I ask you to do. You're going to notice a big difference. Absolutely. And that shit brings tears to my eyes. I'm like, yo, coach, I got faster. Coach, I got stronger. Yeah. Hey, you make sure you do 100 pushups every night for for the next four weeks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't even do, like, I tell cats on my podcast and when I do my consultations, do 100 push-ups every night. Ah, uh, yeah. I could even benefit, as strong as I am, I could put 340 on that bench right now. And if I do 100 push-ups every night for the next two months, I'm going to be a cock diesel strong motherfucker. I'm probably going to have to put, I'm probably going to have to change my shirt size. So, like, <laughs> No, absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm about to get back into that regimen. I'm going to do 100 push-ups a day. And yes. it's just—it's like you said, not only are you going to make the, the physical gains, but on top of that, you get the strength. And it's prop, and then without all the, the, the hardships of like tearing muscles and all that, there's no pain Man, on your listen, body for it. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's a cap to it, but you're going to get stronger now. If you're trying to get... But whatever the cap is, you just add another 100. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was trying to tell them. I said, you're going to do 100 push-ups every night for the next two months. After that, you do 200 push-ups every night. I promise you, whatever your bench was, you're going to be able to do it. You know I used to do 100 push-ups before I went out on a date. or on uh, Look at you. That's cool. How long did yeah. it take you? Did you ever time it? 100 push-ups. Um... I do 50. I used to do, I used to bust them down 50, 25, 25. So it used to take me yeah. six to seven minutes. Oh, word. That's impressive. Good for you, man. Six to seven minutes. Um, in my heyday, I think my record was 82 straight. So yeah. <laughs> that was my record, and I, and I probably could have got that. I probably could have did a hundred push-ups straight if I actually put my mind to it. But um, no, absolutely. That's when, like, I tell people three forty, but I probably could have put four hundred, four fifteen on that on that bench. But it was all due to the yeah. consistency, bro. Consistency is your number one. If you want to. Con- increase your alpha energy and to be more of an alpha male bro the consistency in doing alpha male shit is key so whatever you think that alpha male shit is if it's doing 100 push-ups every night make sure you do them shits every night or at least 
every day. Yes, yes, yes. You, you understand what I'm saying? I did that. I oh, did I that. Do. I'm going to tell you the truth. I started doing that shit in seventh grade, and I was the only, I was the, in my eighth grade year, I was the only boy with a chest. Yeah, I was the only, only eighth grade kid with muscles, and they were like, "Yo, he got muscles!" <laughs> yeah. And they used to think I used to lift weights and shit. Like, no, I like my dad. My dad put me on that push up. My my dad, and my uncle, um, they used to call them jailhouse push ups, where you take a deck of cards, and if you flip over six, you do six push ups, and then you flip over. Like, I love doing shit like that, bro. Okay, I'm going to do 10 cards tonight. Sometimes I'll do 20 cards, then 30 cards. And then sometimes 40 cards on the weekend. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's a crazy-ass workout. So if you flip over two cards, like, if it's a two of diamonds, you do two push-ups. If it's three of clubs, you put do three push-ups. Mm-hmm. I like that. so. I used to be doing that in seventh grade. I was so ahead of the curve. It was a other. It was a couple other cats. Yo, real quick though, before you get on to the next thing, what happens if you pick up a face card? The face card is usually ten. Um, okay, they're all ten. Um, it's ten when I'm doing it by myself, but sometimes when my dad was watching me, you know, the face card is always twenty, but. <laughs> My man, my man. Thank you, Dad. You know, I'm gonna keep it G. The face <laughs> card is 10 by myself. <laughs> but the face card is supposed to be 20 with your boys. All right. With- That's why I had to ask, because in my mind, I'm like, I know how I would do it, which is the 20, but I'd rather it be 10. And I'm like, all right, so that means I can get five tens for each for each uh what do you call it? Face. Yeah, you'll fuck around in 300 push-ups one night. Yeah, that's funny. But used to do that i used to like to do them before going to bed because then that muscle could generate like that in the morning because you got that rest and you get some protein in you it was um it was a good experience so i usually tell guys all the time like even to this day like it's really no shortcut whatever you want to do in your life if you think being more alpha or being just the best you could be is you painting a portrait every day. Like my roommate, he was actually an artist and his art is beautiful. Right? He used to paint every two days. It took him two, three days to finish a painting. But he got so good that people started to notice his work. I like that. It's just the commitment compared to all the other artists that we both have heard of, especially when you live in cities, everybody's an artist, but the ones that are actually doing the work are the ones that don't yeah. have to tell you that they're an artist. Exactly. And um, hey, guess what? In the football shit carries, the, the energy carries so much, it's even to the point where when I go back, play basketball, you'd be like, oh, this is a football player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I go box... Oh, you used to play football, didn't you? <laughs> so what are they noticing? They, they're noticing the um, intensity, the focus, the explosiveness. Okay. 
the aggression. Yeah. That's the key to every good football player. The 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 focus, the explosive burst. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The explosive burst, um, the tenacity, the motor, stuff like that, that gets you, and it all stems from brotherhood. It all stems yeah. from me not wanting to let my teammates down. It all stems from heart, and it's hard to coach that. Well, it can be coached. I always said that you can't coach heart. Yes, you can. Heart is mm. in coaching heart and kids is very hard because you damn near got to run them away. And when you run them away, sometimes you're going to lose some of them. You're going to lose some of them. But the ones that come back, those are your babies. You got to grow them. Like I, I remember, um, I forgot. I, I didn't been through a lot of um, shit that I didn't even know I've been through that I could do with these kids now. But I remember one coach told mm-hmm. me, he said, y'all really want to play for this football team? You really want to be a part of football team? Meet me tomorrow at 5 a.m. Mm. Oh, coach, I don't give a fuck if you ain't got a ride. I don't give a fuck what you got to do. Meet me tomorrow at 5 a.m. Meet me. He gave us a location on the beach. We had to meet him there at 5 a.m. Some of us got dropped off. Some of us bummed eyes. Probably were. It was, a, yeah, it was, it was, it had to be 67 kids out there. Out of how many that he told? All of us. 67 kids, 34 showed up. Oh, I think you said 67 showed up. Okay, I feel you. No, 67 kids, 34 of them showed up. Because they wanted to be there. 15 walked. You see what I mean? They wanted to be there. People, And this is why it's funny because I I relate it back to dating, but that's because in dating I tell guys. You know I did that shit this year? What's up? I did that shit with the walk or the coaching? I coach now. I say, you want to be a part of this team? Yeah. You want to be really, I need to find out who wants this, who who wants to be a part. If you really want to be a part of this team, you really want to play football. Make sure. yeah. And it's, it's not, it's not like, you know, the coaches was like, you know, hey man, give them a, give them 24 hours notice. No, fuck that. Tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. Tomorrow morning. Yeah. Got 58 kids. Freeze. We're going back to the show in a moment. But first, in the show's description, there is a link for knoxuniversity.com. This site gives you access to the Take Charge League, which is everything you need to tap into your greatest strengths, improve your shortcomings, and live your ideal life sooner than later. This one guide will forever change your worldview, giving you the confidence to lead happier relationships, always know what to say and do. Grow your network with high net worth professionals, make money with speed, and have a more fulfilling life. 
plus direct access to Poppy Knox and ambitious people like you to ensure you are surrounded by a positive community. So there is no way you can fail. If you are interested in changing your life in any way, visit knoxuniversity.com right now to join. That's K-N-O-X university.com. Now let's get back to those unruly men talking about only God knows what. Unfreeze! 14 showed up. Exactly. Out of 58 kids, 14 of those 14 kids give it all they got. And that's scary. That's scary. That's scary to me. It's not scary. Which part? In what sense? Because it should have been more kids that showed up. And what makes you say that? They were being babied and coddled. It should have been more because I need 22 kids that could go. I only got 14. And the 14 that showed up, they weren't the they weren't the strongest or the fastest. They're automatically yeah. the toughest because your ass found the way. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So and my thing is I I always wanna and this is why what, what I was gonna say earlier is that's why I relate it back to dating. And people think when I'm talking about dating, I only am talking about dating, but it applies to every area of your life. So only date women that want to be with you because they're always going to show up. They may not be the best that you want, the ideal perfect 10, but the one that shows up is the one that you take to the ball, is the one that you take home. Because at the end of the day, that's what matters in all relationships. I need you to show up because I can't put you in a position to help me win if you don't even show up in the first place. So I love that lesson. And like you said, the the toughest kids showed, which means that regardless of the, the on paper, how they, they may seem mediocre in comparison to the people that ideally should have been there. They have the heart, they have the courage and they have the determination to prove themselves. And that's something you can't manufacture. Yeah. Yeah, I call them the captain Americas. Yeah, exactly. You take a motherfucker that's scrawny, weak, and you turn him. And I can relate to that. Strong. Yeah. Bro, you ain't got shit. Bro, half of your job coaching is done. Like, I I remember some of the best times of me coaching was when I ain't have to do. I coached this one kid. I ain't have to do shit. He ran all the drills. He did everything. He was like a player coach. And I was just so proud. I'm like, man, my job easy. And then I said to myself, fuck, <laughs> he's going to be gone next year. <laughs> I got to find somebody else. But guess what? <laughs> because yep. it was the next man up. It was the next man up. It was the next Absolutely. man after the next man. And my challenge now is coming from a football program that has the next man up mentality, like, like mentality, the community on my back, the team on my back, my brotherhoods, my brothers are the most important thing to me right now, making sure we win and get on top. Um, I come from that kind of football and athletic program, period, basketball, baseball, whatever we doing. I come from that kind of environment to an environment where 
motherfuckers, mama titty still in their mouth, if you get what I'm saying. I, I went from that environment to mama's boys. And it was the re- it's a reason why the Spartans took the boys at age mm. seven to go to warriors. Because yeah. if you keep that boy with his mama too long, Oh man, we already know. all is lost. You you're gonna be dealing with a head case. I got a young man, to be honest with you, right now that I'm coaching, has all the talent in the fucking world, but nobody showed him how to be a man. Nobody pushed him. Nobody challenged his ass. So I don't know what some games he does great, and then other games. I don't know what the fuck that is. Like, I was like, what the, what are you, what's wrong with you? Somebody yelled at him, put his head down, and I'm just like, oh. <sighs> um, that's why I say the 80s babies, you know, the early 90s babies, they the last of the Mohicans. <laughs> you got the last, <laughs> we really got the last few parts. Of everything, man, but yeah, 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 things are changing. I'm just grateful that we have the experiences that we have, and, and our families will be okay, and, and we're gonna learn to teach them in different ways. But, and I think this might be a, a nice way to start wrapping up because, it, it, per usual, I always have a plan on how the show is gonna go, and it just goes in new directions, and we have new insights. It's just always great that we 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 can do whatever. Hey, but we yeah, want. I come. That's why. That's why I was like these last few times. I was just like, bro, I can't force it. I know exactly, exactly. Oh yeah, God. and that's why I never got upset with it because it's shit, just like, yeah, this this content creating stuff is is very very very. Um, it's like art, and it's it's almost. I don't want to say semi-emotional but it's like when i plan to do some shit and i'm and i i'm tired i'm i don't i'm not in the mood like you kind of got to be in the mood bro right right i think in my case i've i've learned i've trained myself to always put myself in the mood i can create the mood and so that's why i like the balance that you and i have we work in harmony yeah. with each other where I'm flexible enough to say, all right, we don't have to do it right now. We don't have to do it today. And I'm also, if I know that you have the energy, I'm like, here, let me guide that energy in a way and we will do it right now. There's no way we could have pulled off this podcast. No, exactly. You on, can't force what we just did. On a, on a, yeah, There's no amount of pre-production I could have done to make this magic. On a moment. Wednesday night of me doing, doing football school and getting my business Word. together and studying and me just simply trying to find something to eat sometime. Yeah. And, and I just said it. Yeah, um, I, yeah, it's it's like, one of those things I wish people understood the behind the scenes of, of making all this. Yeah, you wouldn't even get the the whole recall of me just telling you about the young men life I really changed that really just touched my heart. You wouldn't have got that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm aware. You wouldn't, you I'm wouldn't aware. have got that because I, I actually train my body to rest. That's how you grow your muscles. Uh, that's a free, that's a free gym. Yes. You got to, you train your body. Like I train my body to rest. Like if I, it, let's say it was your birthday, right? And we're going out at night. 
I already know I scheduled in my mind, yo, I'm going out with Knox tonight, all night. I got to make sure I grow my muscles tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm okay. saying? I'm going to okay. get a good rest tomorrow because we're going to party all night. And it's like some of those nights that we're supposed to do it, I'm like, yo, I got to rest these muscles. I'm, what am I without my muscles right now? You know what I'm saying? I need my mind too. I need, no, I need, I need shit to hit home, so I don't kind of force it like you. You know what I'm saying? Because we all on a different schedule. But I know in the future I'll be able to be more free to put together more content back to back to back to back to back because my schedule yeah. frees me up to do it. But right now. I'm in the trench. I call it the trenches. I'm in the trenches. I'm getting my money to the point where I could have free time to do the content creation. Cause I know once I start doing it, but I still have to go through, I'm not putting myself through shit on purpose, but I still have to go through things so I could build up even more of the energy in the, in the portfolio, in the, uh, skill set these young men might need from my experience. I'm experiencing a lot right now. I just moved from another state. After being in one state for the last 30 years, I moved from another state, learning new people, learning new environments, learning. That's why I I take that for granted. For me, I've moved so much that when someone tells you to move, I'm like, oh, that's easy. Yeah, you have a But for you, it's the exact opposite. You have Hello, you there? Oh, you probably got a phone call. So in my case, I had... What did I have in my case? Hello? Yeah, I got you back. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. all right. So you have a skill set that other people don't Mm -hmm. have. Yeah, exactly. I take that for granted. So you said that you lived one place for 33 years. When I was your age, I'd lived in 33 places. Minimum. It's definitely more than that, but at least 33 places. So like moving was always my thing. And, and again, this is why I say I love the harmony that you and I have, which is why we came together on this show. So we were both the, were the opposites of each other. We mirror each other and we, that shared energy is always where it needs to be. So we never have to force an episode, whether we do 10 in two weeks or 10 in 10 weeks, it always comes out solid. And I don't know if you've been paying attention to what people say about the show, but they love it. And, and we just got to keep going with it. And even with everything you just said, notice that what I did early on was make sure we recorded a whole bunch of episodes. So that way you could always have the space to still be you. And and we're ahead of schedule. Yeah. So, yeah, man, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely chop it up, man. I appreciate this this podcast because it, it inspires me to keep my shit going. You know what I'm saying? Um, Indeed. I'm definitely going to have to be um, doing override. And it's going to be an easy override, though. And putting all my content Mm -hmm. out as one big blow, like boom. But it's easy for me to do because... uh, I have more free time in the off season. I I might have more free time in general. So it's just, you caught me 
you know, and it's a good thing though. You caught me in the middle of what I do best. Like I, I don't know if people ever notice, but if you look at when I made yeah. my podcast and went in this, in the times frames I do make them, mm-hmm. it's never doing when I, if I'm coaching a sport, it's those months you might, you might get one or yeah. two podcasts out that month. And then those other months where I'm off season, summertime, you will get four, five, six, seven podcasts a month, eight podcasts a month. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes 20. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's good. Stuff. So I'm getting I'm getting back to uh, my rhythm. I want to stay in rhythm, but um I want to keep this shit based off of manhood as far as I can. And the only way I could do that is if I'm actually out here being a man and doing what a man's supposed to do. Oh, I love that. I, love I just that. cannot yeah. see myself sitting in a computer doing content every day. It's no way I could do that content. It's just that. In- I agree. And then I settled for that because I've, I had my health issues for the longest time. Now that I get in my energy, um, I, I got to be more diligent so I can make sure I'm turning out content. But yeah, at the same so, time, make, keeping I, it I, high quality. I, but it's I'm a trying, it's a funny balance. Find, yeah, I'm trying to find ways to make my everyday life content now. Yeah. I kind of wish I had a camera person or just. A, I was about to say you got to hire a team. Exactly. Yeah, you got to hire a team. Like yeah, record exactly. me. Exactly. Record me lifting. I'll live, yeah, and then you record. That becomes record, the content. Record. Yeah. Record, <laughs> record me getting getting in these boys' ass. Yeah. Chewing them out. Record me what I'm telling telling everybody to do. Record me my day exactly. my daily life, and you know what I'm saying. Record some of this shit because you could pick up a lot just by watching a man how he go throughout his life. And it was crazy, and it really brought a tear to my eyes when he said, "Man, I just seen how you carry yourself and what you did, and how you just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. How you just sat there." and was just so sure about certain things and you didn't let you advocated for us and you did like it was a beautiful thing he and he just said it so smoothly like i he been wanting to say it for years you know what i'm saying yeah. and i'm like yo you know i asked him what he was doing it was like he was marketing he was making money i said i never made that type of money when i was your age i was working for 8 dollars an hour when I was 22, 23 years old, eight fucking dollars. Yeah. Eight fucking dollars. I remember I was working, then I started working for $13 an hour, $13.50 an hour. And this lady came to me and said, I'll never forget this shit too. I was working at the post office. You didn't even know I was a post carrier. I was a backup post carrier. Like when the post. Yeah. The post- during the holiday seasons and stuff. During the holiday season, when the postman called in sick, I would take over their route. I was like a substitute. You mm-hmm. um, this lady was like, hey, I remember you. A word. I, I said, from where? I said, I seen you here. I seen you do this. I seen you do that. You're supposed <laughs> to be on TV. You're supposed to be a star. You're supposed to be famous. People are supposed to be listening to you right now. What are you doing in the post office? And I'm just looking at her like, bitch, I'm trying to survive. Like, what? <laughs> like, nobody finna pay my bills. Like, what are you talking about? Exactly. I so the question is, phone, though, like, 
I ain't so sell I, my soul to nobody. And she was just like, and I was like, I didn't sell my soul to nobody, right? Yeah. It's like, but after you had that conversation, after you had that interaction, did what changed? Nothing changed right away, but I just remembered that shit. And as okay, social media grew and me just being myself, motherfuckers started catching on to me and like I kind of grew. I just didn't focus on the followers and stuff because I always used to delete pages and make new pages and stuff like that because I really hate the attention in a weird way. I hate the fucking attention. Mm. Okay. That's something we definitely got to explore, whether privately or publicly, but that's there's something to that. I like it. And, hey, we don't have to talk about our jobs now. I definitely want to do an episode where we share more about our past oh, lives and the jobs we did. We need to because that, yeah. that's what they need to see, like. I always yeah. said, man, I want to show my work and I want to let you, mo- like, one of my favorite content creators, and he did it the best, I think, and one of the reasons he was so good at it, because he had an extensive mm-hmm. lineup, he had real li- real world, real life experience, and it was Kevin Samuels. The man had, yeah, he had legit oh, hey, jobs. Yeah. And no offense is fresh and fit and those young boys who are doing their thing because they're coming up in a different but like bro I was yeah, really yeah. out here like one of the reasons I'm good at talking to women because I used to sell women's shoes <laughs> you get what I'm saying yeah I used yeah. to sell women's shoes <laughs> like I had to read but I had to read body language so I would bro, I don't even want to get into it but we're going to talk about our past jobs and how it helped me just be more alpha you know what i'm saying more the man i want to be yeah you know i'm talking about the times i got fired for fucking up and it's time all of that shit i could probably i had i had at least 15 to 16 jobs i think so same here like actual jobs where i worked for another person i wasn't in charge absolutely yeah or I wasn't charged, but I wasn't the boss in charge. So yeah, my life is totally different now. But I think that'll be a fantastic job way to where I got in trouble. where I could have went to yeah. jail. Oh, snap. Never mind. I can't relate to that. So I definitely want to hear we'll save it for the future. But I just want to say this might be something that I don't say enough, but I I want to say thank you. It was nice to hear you tell my me and whoever's listening that uh about your experience with being a football coach and all of those insights that was it was powerful and and so i appreciate you taking the time to do that and i'm glad you were flexible enough to go off of go off of that instead of doing what we had planned so thank you thank you for your time i appreciate it i appreciate it every episode but this one was especially unique so i appreciate it no problem bro um We went past time, but uh, I, hopefully you could find a little glitch and probably put part one, part two in that motherfucker. <laughs> no, we could do that. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Do a two-part episode. I like All that. All right. Yeah. But let's, let's wrap it up. All right. Peace. But thank you. We'll catch up with you later. And uh, yeah, always making moves. Peace. Peace.